Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's yeah, incorporated course. it into his plan that the American cops are going to fuck up. And <laughs> yep. It's going to be part of his genius. Yeah, it's so um, funny. <laughs> yeah, uh, obviously Alan Rickman's performance in this is like iconic. Um, and I believe this was his American film debut at the time. So people were just like blown away um, Ugh, when, they, so when they saw good. him in this. And, and, he, and he was he was cast from the stage. Um, I think okay. it was I, I, don't, I don't know if it was Stewart or it was McTiernan who saw him on Broadway. But when, you know, we really wanted um, someone who could play with the protagonist with words because they were yeah. like, we're, we're going to have this guy who's going to, you know, he's, he's coded a little bit more blue collar. Every man, you know, we want this character that kind of has attitude and disrespect for authority. And obviously, you know, the, uh, I think Willis even himself called it like this gallows sense of humor and this reluctant hero type. But they, they said to, move up against that. We wanted kind of a mirror image of some, a character who also has attitude and disrespect for authority. Um, but it's just a little bit more ruthless. And also they obviously wanted someone more, um, more educated so that they right. could almost have him play with the, the way that he talks and his vocabulary and you know, the, or even the, the delivery, like, well, like his elegant, slow stage, like delivery when he delivers. Yes. Ho, ho, ho. I was like, like it's it's unbelievable. It's just I don't think anyone would come up with that kind of rhythm to uh, to, to to speaking, especially when it comes to something like uh, he, he's reading an action line, essentially, where he's like, now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. But he finds yeah. it to, to, to make it elegant and smooth and suave. And I just he, he's unbelievable in this. I mean, he was unbelievable in general. Uh, R.I.P. Uh, he, he was a god. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah. this I, really, I can't, really great this actor. debut is but yeah, unbelievable. It is it is very interesting that like I think in another world writing character as like, you know, we have the working class guy versus the European educated guy. And it would just come off like in that kind of very sometimes cheesy kind of Michael sure. Bay way that doesn't work sometimes in some of his worst films where it's like the boots on the ground versus the nerds in the office. That's kind of like the fight that takes place in 90% of his movies. Right. And you could see that going wrong in a movie like this, but the way that they pit these two performances against each other and the way that they actually, you know, uh, wield power, uh, and stuff like that. Like when, when he first walks in and, uh, you get that incredible shot. Cause you were talking about the great opening bit when they actually just take the tower. Mm -hmm. Um, there's like that obvious, there's that really great sort of like wordless, very precise professional operation of all these characters and like choreographed movement in action, which is obviously part of great choreographed action for film, but also yeah. as this, this professional crew at work, it's very Michael Mann heat. You yes. kind of think about a little bit, Definitely. um, when, when, when they take on the bank as these guys take the building, they've done this but plenty then the way of times. <laughs> the way that uh, that sort of sequence ends with the party happening, this sort of slow push in on the elevator as it opens. Yeah. And Rickman and the henchmen with guns slowly file in with no one noticing and Rickman just doing a big smirk. It's so and basically creepy. being like, you know, these companies have a legacy of greed around the around the globe and you're about to experience the real use of power is what he says, followed by him literally quoting. Um, uh, and you 
will be a witness. <laughs> when, when Alexander saw his domain, he wept for there were no more worlds to conquer. Like this is the kind of way that he talks yeah. and it's very stylized and it could be absurd in an, in another movie, especially for a movie that is, you know, trying to be on some level kind of grounded in the way that this movie is. But for whatever reason, it just, it absolutely rips front to back all of that stuff. <laughs> yep. 100%. It's just, it's pure blast to watch on screen. Great presence, uh, exactly what you want out of a villain. And especially, too, because by giving them these character detail, um, this is what makes them memorable. This is what makes people go back to a movie like this because they go, look, that guy had, you know, obviously iconic villain, but also his guards are fun. Like, you remember the guard names in this movie. Yeah. Like, I think about Carl all the time. Oh, He's yeah. He's fucking psycho, man. And he that, that bit when, no when, when the one nerd. When when the nerd is cutting the the phone lines one by one, and he just comes up with the chainsaw across every line in the entire building, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it perfectly sums up who his character is. And like you remember a beat like that, you remember a character acting psychotic, uh, yeah, in, in that kind of way. And he's memorable purely based on his physicality. Like I mean, he has a I yeah. think a couple lines in here where he like screams a few things, but mostly it's just because every time he's on screen, you feel that there is a very dangerous dangerous presence here. You feel like he, he could pop off at any moment. He does not have the self-control that Hans does. I don't think he really has the intelligence that Hans does. He seems to go off the wall very easily. Um, and so I, I also love that long blonde flowing hair. Of it's course. Just, it's, it's, of it's course. a sight to see. I just, I love that in general. <laughs> you, you would definitely see that more in like the, uh, the late eighties, early nineties action films, but almost all the, yeah. I, I think I've, been, I've said it a few times, but the, those henchmen, man, they just loved that like long, straight flowing hair. And I, I, I love yeah. it. I think it's the, one of the best aesthetics that you can give to a henchman. And, uh, like for instance, we did talk about with, uh, it was one of the Dolph Lundgren movies where the alien had like the bald the alien hair. had it yeah you're right yeah, it was just, like very early 90s i love that <laughs> stuff man it's such a it's it's hilarious and carl has that and um and that's a that's definitely part of his physical performance but just the fact that he like he's constantly swinging his guns around and he's using chainsaws and yeah he, he's he's fantastic little side character yeah, I, I love that tracking shot of him sliding down the ladder yeah. Um, in the in the opening part that he does as well like there's really really great um you know, uh, looking movie, uh, obviously shot by the legendary cinematographer, uh, Jan DeBont, um, who, you know, we've talked about mostly on the show, I think because of his Verhoeven films, like we've covered mm-hmm. basic instinct, um, and flesh and blood. And Damn. I think he shot Ridley, Ridley Scott's black rain as well, oh, which is a really wow. good looking movie. Oh yeah. One of the um, best looking movies. I love that movie. Yeah. And, and, but, and, and, and also this dude, uh, he fucking directed speed, uh, which oh. I can't wait to do, uh, at some point on the show.